Damn it, Nick. I love being on here with you guys, Nick and Joe. I really appreciate it. Literally too long didn't read. TLDR, you guys are awesome. Can you hear me? You suck. Can you hear me? You are the worst. <laughs> Nick can't hear people. So this is going to be a lot of fun today, baby. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, listeners of all ages, the Dork Shared Gooniverse and Geeks Worldwide Radio proudly presents to you the greatest podcasting team in the world. He's a deaf guy, Nick Fryer. I'm Batcracker Dr. Joe. Together, we are the TLDR Comic Book Club, baby. Nicholas, how you doing? I thought you were going to start turning this into an ASMR episode or something <laughs> to that degree. I was, uh, that, was, that, was, that was not ready for that off the rip. You're also a dick. I just would like to remind the people of that. Yeah, that, that's fair. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, uh, I am doing just fine in Dandy Joe. Our March Madness has come to an end. Doesn't mean that we're going to stop there, obviously. Everything, everybody knows that by now. But if you're new to the show, maybe you haven't uh, caught any of our recent interviews because you can't just find those on Twitter can't find much of anything on Twitter these days, it seems like. Make sure you follow us on Instagram <laughs> if you guys haven't already. Same handle over there. And we're on TikTok, too. Joe posts our videos over there. But more importantly, follow us on your audio channels because that is the only place you're going to hear our Friarside chats. That was our March Madness this year. Probably something we'll try and do again next year around March Madness because we ain't doing fucking brackets. We do. We haven't done one of those drafts in a while, Joe, which were a lot of fun. I know you and I have been too busy to do that, but those that's the the most maddening thing that I think we'll do at any point. But we maybe a to, manga madness next oh, year. Oh, that would be that that would be fun. You can do all the bracketing and the voting for that. I ain't doing shit. No, for no, that. we'll just we'll just do manga books. Uh oh! See, that's see, not, not a bad idea. Look at that. But our March Madness for 2023 consisted of talking to Colin Bunn, talking to Barto Stibber, who uh, was the latest one, and actually he has a book coming out this week. As does John Lee's this week. We will talk about both of those a little bit later on. But make sure you go subscribe to the audio channel. It's the only place you can catch those Friarside chats. Subscribe. Leave a rating interview. Five stars only on the ratings. Otherwise, you're going to learn the real meaning of backcrack, and it is not great, everybody. Um, but let's get to catching up, Joe. What have you been reading since we last convened? Uh, so a couple of titles I wanted to catch up on. So I uh, caught up on King Spawn. I read the last issue, tw- issue 20, because issue 21 drops this week, uh, or the first week of April, I should say. I read Ghost Rider issue 12 because, again, I was an issue behind, and that drops this week as well. Um, and then I read the conclusion to Star Wars, The High Republic, The Blade, uh, issue four. Oh, okay. Yep. So this was the finale. Okay, so general thoughts on it? Because I know you said it's not necessarily TLDR worthy, but it was solid. Yeah, yeah, it was good. It's good. It, it's going to continue on. You know, it's going to, you know, the, the, the main character is going to continue on uh, in a different series uh, coming out, okay. I think, next month. But it was good. It was what, it, you know what it was? It was a good Star Wars story uh that didn't revolve around you know the skywalkers or uh, you know it was great it was it was a nice sort of you know some original characters or or at least original characters to me ones that i wasn't familiar with at the very least but it was good it was good so um yeah i enjoyed that if you're star wars fan i recommend it nice okay cool uh as for me the only thing that i caught up on is the magic order volume four issue three so i am all caught up completely 
on the Magic Order. This is, of course, the Mark Mark excuse me Mark Millar series. Uh, must read stuff. Absolutely love it. I actually had read the first two trades and then talked about it on the show, and I read those on Hoopla. I have since purchased all three of the collected editions that we have so far. Um, I don't know if I'm going to get the fourth and get, I have all the single issues now, but either way must read stuff there. What? Oh, uh, before we, 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 we go on. I want to um, anyone uh, that backed John Lee's the sink mm. um, on, um, on Kickstarter. Mm. If you got, if, if you, depending on what tier you bought, if your tier uh, included digital copies, those dropped today. I got that in my email. Oh, that's so right. I haven't I read it yet. Yep. So uh, definitely do you know, peep your inboxes for that. Uh, mm-hmm. I can't wait to, 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 to pun intended, dig into it. Uh, <laughs> it should, should be a lot of, should, should, it should really scare the shit out of me. That's one I cannot, uh, you know, sometimes I like to hold off until the weekend to read certain things. I mean, we only get review copies usually like by on Friday. Some some people do it a little bit uh, earlier in the week. I, I'm going to be around uh, my nephews and niece this week. I can't wait that long because yeah. they see me reading that it's going to give them nightmares real quick yeah that's not good and 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 who is the fucking genius to decide let's let's fucking book the masters on easter weekend oh yeah you fucking kidding me It'd be my parents house you know what you know what? it would it, be hard to put on the tv golf <laughs> was your parents even really if it was my parents oh uh, they they no no god no god no i can get away with putting the patriots on during thanksgiving or you know, the Celtics or uh, the Bruins, you know, typically the Celtics, you know, Christmas or Bruins, mm-hmm. whatever. But like I go, oh, can I put the Masters on? I'm going to get to fucking stared at and be like, no, I don't think. No, no, oh, no. Oh, wow. Yeah. All righty then. Well, thoughts and prayers for Joe, of course. Tease and peace. Uh, <laughs> need them tease and peace. <laughs> Let's get to uh, the books that are coming out this week. Of course, we have our April solicit, but still, we always we always start out with the books coming out in the first week of the month this week. Uh, kick us off with Marvel. Okay, so we have uh, the week of uh, April 5th from Marvel. We have The Amazing Spider-Man, issue 23. We have Venom, issue 18. Wolverine, issue 32. Spider-Man, issue 7. Uh, Star Wars, issue 33. Scarlet Witch, issue 4. Immoral X-Men, issue 3. I feel like this comes out like every other week. I feel like, you know, this is... We're already on issue three, and it feels like it just dropped yesterday. Yeah, it's been uh, one thing. One, like every week is an issue of the Sin- Sins of Sinister event. Yeah. Um, so then we have Captain America, Sentinel of Liberty, issue 11. We have Rogan Gambit, issue two. Uh, Star Wars Hidden Empire, issue five. Cosmic Ghost Rider, issue two. Uh, Joe Fix It. Joe Fix It, issue four. Uh, Spider-Gwen Shadow Clones, issue two. Uh, we have the Avengers War Across Time, uh, issue four, um, and I am Iron Man, issue two, and the alone, I am, you are, we are, you know, I scream, you scream, we all scream for, shut up, Nick, <laughs> uh, and, and, and a rarity from Marvel this week, uh, we have Planet of the Apes, issue one, we only have one number one this week. And that is, like I said, Planet of the Apes issue one written by David Walker with art by uh, Dave uh, Wachter. And then we have uh, the one book that I want to talk about this week that we from Marvel that we have both that we both read uh, is Ghost Rider issue 13. When we had Benjamin Percy on, it was around this time last year. Because, right. Yeah. Ghost Rider started around this time last year, maybe a little bit uh, further back. Maybe more towards like February ish, I think. But he had told us, you know, he's going to come come in hot because Ghost Rider usually only lasts so long. This is the start of the third arc. So 
longer, I think, than he anticipated to get to. But of course, he had stories in the hopper. Uh, he had mentioned this character that's that's been thrown into the mix, Danny Ketch. Uh, so it's cool to see what how Ben's trying to approach that character. The biggest thing for me, though, Joe, coming out of this issue, without getting too much into the specifics, because it's the ending that really knocked my socks off, it was so metal what happens with Johnny Blaze at the end of this issue. And I absolutely loved it. Again, like a, a, a great issue all around, but Ben tends to have like these moments where it's just like, he fucking knows Ghost Rider so well. And I, I absolutely love what he has done with this character. I'd always say it pretty much every month, but this is another great issue. If you're not reading Ghost Rider, and again, if you haven't read a lot of Ghost Rider previously, that's okay. Get on this, pick up the first trade. The second trade is coming out. This month, I believe, as well, Joe, if I'm not mistaken, you found that out in your research for this episode, right? Uh, I believe so, yes. Yes. And uh, But yeah, uh, to, to, to talk about the issue, uh, it was so good. I mean, I, I love the team, you know, the, the, the creative team on this. And the art, again, was... <laughs> I mean, Smith, yeah. you, you want to talk about you know melt your face off man yeah. this, this <laughs> it was it was really fucking good and i've never given a shit about ghost rider before but now i am so i am so in and it feels like this arc uh won't be the last arc right it just you just feel like it we're gonna we're gonna keep going here for a little bit and i'm all for it and actually looking at the cover arts too. So Corey Smith is the penciler and then Orin Jr. is the inker. Um, and Corey Smith's been doing a lot of the, the line art for this series. Awesome stuff from him. Bjorn Bardens is the cover artist for this issue. And this is a gnarly cover too. And uh, Bardens actually did, I'm sorry, Barons, excuse me, um, did quite a few covers for Spawn stuff too. I think Spawn and Gunslinger and The Scorched. So love his work too. This like, so, like totally, that's the kind of artist you should be getting for for ghost rider stuff is someone who also can do spawn stuff to it they're right in that same like general realm of like uh, not necessarily theme but of of tone um so love this cover awesome issue uh ghost rider continues to be must read stuff as for dc we got batman 134 which joe is reading poison ivy 11 which i am reading uh again i talked about that series a while back on the show really enjoying that batman and the joker the deadly duo issue six Adventures of Superman, John Kent, issue two, which Doc is reading. The Joker, The Man Who Stopped Laughing, issue seven. The Flash, 796. Fables, 158. And of course, everybody's favorite, Scooby-Doo, Where Are You, 121. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was uh, flipping through HBO Max and I found the old school Scooby-Doo. So I, oh. I've, I, I've been watching. It's great. Nice. Absolutely fantastic. Uh, so from Image, uh, the first week of April, we have Saga issue 63, Nightclub issue four, written by Mark Millar, which I absolutely love. Uh, love Everlasting issue six, Radiant Pink issue four, Kaya issue seven, Hell to Pay uh, issue four, Savage Dragon issue 265, Blood Tree uh, issue three, Flawed issue six, which we talked to... Um, uh you gotta get yourself uh, out of this one because i'm drawing a blank too yeah um um chuck brown chuck brown yes ha <laughs> uh who we had on the show a while ago to talk about this when it first came out uh it was a great issue um almighty issue three uh we have a couple of number ones but before we get to that number one uh the book we want to talk about this week from image is uh kick spot issue 21 holy yeah. shit all caught up because i'm reading this 
And I go, what the fuck is going on? And they go, uh, <laughs> Joseph, Joseph, go back and read the last issue, dumbass, uh, which I fucking loved. And then I we get into this and man, from where this book started to where we are now and all, and all the twisted t- twists and turns like. Man, it's like we talk about like as I mentioned with with Ghost Rider, right? The the creative team firing on all cylinders. You know, same same thing here, right? The mm-hmm. artist, um, uh, you know, the writer, you know, with Sean, um, just I, we've gotten more Terry than I ever would have imagined, mm. and he's been such a great character in this series, but there, <laughs> there, there there were some moments with Spawn. And yeah, and the brains and yeah. the dogs. Yep. I don't know why. <laughs> that, was, that was fucking awesome. Disgusting, yeah. but fucking awesome. Yeah. But like, yeah, it, it just there was something about this issue. Um I don't know, like it was just really fucking good. That's all I can really say. <laughs> yeah, there's one thing that Sean seems to do a really good job with is like knowing when to give you a ton of spawn and then give you just just enough. Um, don't get me wrong. Like I always want all, as much spawn as I can get in a story. But at the same time, when you like we step away from the character and utilize some of the others, obviously Sam and Twitch are at the center of things right now too. Um, characters, you know, that have been around since the start of Spawn and of course Terry, same thing. But yeah, it's like Sean's done a really good job of utilizing the other characters at his disposal as well. I, I agree with you 100%. And this, this issue is like we get quite a bit of Spawn early, then a little bit late, but it's like it's and then there's like that pause in between like when are we going to get more of of spawn and he, he knows like exactly how to like when to pull them from you and then when to give them back yeah it, uh, javi javier I, I, oh i, I was gonna get yeah i was i was yeah, like yeah. i was like you gotta be kidding me you got javi too? <laughs> I'm, I, I, I'm gonna tell you man i'm i'm having an old man kind of day today i don't know what it uh, is uh brain is mental tapioca but um what i i think what i what i've loved about you know this you know the last few issues and just in general, you know, I've I've talked about this with um um see I'm I'm fucking doing it again. The the new Superman by Joshua Williamson, right? Like yeah. I love what he's been doing with the villains. I love what Sean's been doing with the villains, with the antagonists, you know, from, from the very get-go, mm. you know, to now and, and what you're getting uh with Exodus and and every it's like it's just so good because the stakes always seem to be really fucking high. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're, they're like you. You want to absolutely, you know, hate the village. You, you want them to be loathsome and, de- and deplorable, and just like you want them to be a little smart, but not too too smart, right? Because then mm-hmm. you, you know, I think like sometimes I, I I have this issue when like the bad guys are always conveniently just one step ahead, right, for the purpose of sort of moving the story along. So I like them to be smart, but not not too smart, right? But, like, <laughs> that's I think what we're getting here, right, is, like, we're, we, we get this great chess match, but it never feels like, you know, any one side has the upper hand. It's just mm-hmm. really good back and forth, really great storytelling. But, like, I love I love the uh, the, the villains that we're dealing with in this current arc. I agree. And then to bring things back to Javi too, because you did mention him yeah. uh, before, like uh, he just, he draws like the, the individual spawn 
so well. Like all this other yeah. art is really, you know, everything that goes on with Sam in this issue is very well done. Um, but I just like he I love how he does the cape and he makes it so like ridiculously yeah. gaudy and huge and everything. The chains mixing them in. Um, the specific image too, where, where Spawn is like being cornered and he has the two brains in his hand, which is early <laughs> on in the issue, not a huge spoiler for you guys or anything. But I really like it's just it's a small thing in the course of everything, like but I still like, I absolutely love it. And even actually when he first pulls a brain out, like just him standing there, I love how he does his, um, it's not a gauntlet, but like, it's not a, like, you, you know what I'm talking about? Whatever you yeah, call yeah. that on his wrist. Um, can't say a wristband. I think it's huge, but also just wanted to mention too, the, uh, cover for this too was uh, done by Mark Brooks and Jonathan Glapian. And this is a connecting cover. Um, so Wanda looks outstanding and also wanted to note too on the spawn cover for those of you when you pick it up the character on the top right who I like it looks like he has like a like a, a it's a horned helmet but like some mix of like Russian and like medieval like British like chainmail I don't know like some I, that I don't know who that character is. I love that look though. That character looks absolutely insane. So um, the, the connecting covers we've been seeing, I think Todd's been putting them out there quite a bit. And there's one for gunslinger. There's one for score. So these all, these look awesome though. This is extremely well done. Yeah. Yeah. As you say with Javi too, like he finds a way to like make spawn always seem massive. Even like mm. we're familiar with the Javi pages, right? But even in the small panels, when he's drawing spots, spawn always just feels, you know, larger than life. And mm-hmm. uh, it, it's it, it's fantastic, but yeah, the way he does his cape and, and all that shit, like I don't know, I love this fucking issue. It was really good. Yeah, and then as for uh, first issues this week, we actually got a, a little one-off from Mirka and Dolfo. She did a, a sweet paprika, black, white, and pink, um, which has stories from her, Katana Collins, uh, Stepan Sejic, and then um, and it's just like a collection of stories in the Sweet Paprika universe. So I'll be yeah, it's like your typical black, white, and uh, you know black, white, and blood that Marvel does, or you know, same mm-hmm. vein, right? A little little anthology book there. Yeah, exactly. And then Junk Rabbit. I don't. You, you didn't mention this already, right? No, I I really wanted to try and read this one. I just didn't get okay. a chance to it. Okay, and that's by Jimmy Robinson. Um, so yeah, I, you know, give it a look and let me know. I'm curious where you stand, and obviously, if you want to call dibs, I, I understand. I because I was going to give this a look too. Um, it sounded interesting. Um, I didn't know how I felt about the art, like kind of just skimming through it before, uh, before. Yeah, I, I got the same, the same vibe too. Maybe that's why I moved on to mm. read some other ones and tried to come back to it, but I'll definitely give it a look. Okay. If you decide not to though, let me know and I'll make sure that I, uh, prioritize doing that. Anyways, um, let's see from Skybound, of course, prints through image. We got Stillwater issue 18. Which I was hate- the finale. Oh yeah. Any, uh, oh, and you Excellent. didn't want to talk about it today? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> again i'm telling you i've been having old man moments all goddamn day uh-huh. i think i think this is the beginning of the end for me uh if, <laughs> if we're being honest like you know at, at your wedding nick someone's gonna have to carry me down the aisle mm. you know hold my arm you mm. know i'm gonna be like steve rogers at the end of fucking endgame uh <laughs> but yeah no um still water so I like going into, I was like, I think this is the last issue. Now this has also been a book too, where like the issues have been a little bit more spaced out. Mm. So I had a feeling this was going to be the the last issue, but I couldn't remember or not. And then, you know, read it and go, yep, that, 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 yep. That's the end. Uh, This was just an excellent, excellent series. I think it wrapped up very nicely. You know, um, chip did a great job. My chip, um, 
you know, telling this story start to finish. And you really get the sense that, you know, he, he ended it the way he wanted to end it. And this was sort of his plan, you know, from the get go. And it was, um, I don't want to call it like it was an emotional, you know, finale or, you know, but it, it was, it had, you know, it had those, those, those great sort of human moments that chip is so good at. So this was, if you haven't read Stillwater. Um, do so because <laughs> it is a, a fucking excellent series. And also, if you haven't read it, go back. Whether you have or haven't, uh, go back and listen to the episode that Joe did on. That was early on in our yeah. show's history too. I think it was like among the first ten books you talked about. But also from Skybound this week, we have I Hate This Place issue seven and The Walking Dead Deluxe issue sixty. Uh, let's see uh, from Boom, we got Magic: The Gathering issue twenty five, which is the final issue of that. Um, I fell off on that one a while back. Mosley issue three, which Joe is reading and has dibs on. And then we got a few dark horse books that we do want to talk about. Joe, why don't you uh, take us through this? Yeah, well, so we have um, so Koshi and hell issue four skull and bones issue two. And then the other two books you're reading one uh, that you want to talk about. were both. So <laughs> the second book here uh, we thought it was supposed to drop last week. It's dropping this week. Yeah, uh, and, th- and then we have a number one that I read, so I'll let you dictate the order there. Uh, okay, Nicholas. I will give you a second to, uh, to to gather yourself, and I will go through the one that I have dibs on, Where Monsters Lie, issue three. Uh, so I've been saying, like, this is an awesome series. Like, the first two issues were great. Third issue, more of the friggin' same. It's so it's so good, Joe. Uh, Kyle Starks and Peter Kowalski are the uh, cr- lead creative team on this. And the colors is Vladimir Popov and letters by Joshua Reed. And you, where the community has kind of gone nuts because now the 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 police are getting involved and everything like that. And there's care. There's a lot. Of, you know what? The best way to put it is like there are serious consequences in this issue. It's a great tone setter for this series. But this has already been like the first issue was really good. The second one is also very well done. But then we get to this one and it's like, okay, things are starting kind of starting to get crazy. We have a lot of characters that we've been introduced to. You know, how many people continue to move forward? How many like what happens to them? What directions are they taking in? And it's like it just you get the feeling like it's not a lot of people are safe in this series. And almost, pretty much no one feels safe. There's only a few um, that you could argue maybe, but even then, with the, with it this being the third issue and so much shit happening here, I, I don't you just don't know going forward, which is great. So there's a lot of uncertainty. Um, the only thing that is certain about this series is that it has been absolutely kick ass, and the last page of this too could absolutely be like a spoiler cover if um, mm-hmm. if if they had wanted to do it. Like it's it's perfect. It is so good. So I cannot wait to talk about this when the first arc ends. I think it's after the fourth issue, technically it will be done. So um, I can't wait to talk about it. So that way you can just get right into it because it's your, once you read the first issue, you're going to be like, I hate you <laughs> every time, but I really mean it. Really yeah. I wasn't even given a fucking chance nope. uh, with this one. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, so then let's, let's talk about the Witcher and then we'll talk about sure. the number one. So the Witcher, the Ballad of two wolves issue four, which is the finale to this series. Um, last week, uh, we had Bartosz Stibber on to talk about this, uh, to talk about his book and sort of all of his Witcher, uh, your books, uh, uh, the fading memories and, uh, Witch's lament, uh, which were both, uh, I, I, I gotta pop some more ginkgo biloba. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, what? Yeah, ginkgo biloba. It's like uh, it's um, it's an herb that you can take. Oh. It's supposed to help with memory. Oh, um, all right. Yeah. 
that are <laughs> no one forgot that too <laughs> that are almost uh copious amounts of cocaine something to you know uh, me up a bit but um but we had him on it was just such a great conversation with him yeah. and you know his love for the witcher and our love for the witcher and so i thought this was another great um arc by him i love mm -hmm. the way that it wrapped up i love the art and this uh we got we get some more dan you know dandelion you know mm -hmm. singing his his ballads uh which was a great uh addition to this but overall like again if you're a fan of the witcher these you know at least you know i've because i've only read um you know bartosh's um run on the witcher so you know these three books are absolutely excellent and I would mm -hmm. give them to any, uh, you know, you know, Witcher fan to read because uh, they're great, original, unique stories. You know, the pacing on them is fantastic. You, I mean, you could probably read all three volumes in one sitting, you know, that's yeah. just how good they are. And what was really cool, too, is when we talked to him, I, I think we mentioned this last time, but just, you know, the way that the Witcher is viewed in Poland is very interesting. Like getting an understanding from him, too, just about how like the pressure that he has to deal with. Um, handling this character and he's risen to the occasion and then on top of that too he's kind of taking like an old man logan approach and i didn't think about it like that when we talked to him but it made perfect like i'm sorry before we had talked to him but once he said it it's like oh yeah that makes yeah. perfect sense it's exactly what you're doing so, and again like you can read just ballad of the two wolves and that'd be the only thing that you read from bartos's run on, on the witcher we're not recommending you do that but it is an option it's very easy very accessible for everybody and at, when it comes to the finale too um did a really like kept us on our toes all the way to the end yeah so, without getting into spoilers definitely um some surprises along the way but also really loved the art on this series too um mickey montalo or montalo as the um he's the uh he was the colorist and the line artist on this and i i think when we talked to when we talked to bartosh he said that there's gonna be more with uh with mickey if i'm not mistaken um maybe not well, necessarily with the witcher but in the witcher universe yeah well i i see i can't remember if it was the witcher universe or it might have been a different project altogether mm, uh, right. they're, they're working together again you yeah. know and his, he's got a very he's got you know this very um comic book feel if that makes sense to his art right where yeah um you know it just I don't know how to describe it other than that, but it's, 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 you know, it's not like this hyper realistic, you know, art that we see mm -hmm. from, you know, say Mike Diodato Jr. Or, you know, you know, the, 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 the grittiness that we get from a Jason Sean Alexander, but it's just, it's, it's just, it's just really good comic book art. You know yeah. I mean? I'm trying to think of the best way to describe it too, because there's gotta be a better way to put this, but it's not, <laughs> it is not, not cartoony either. It's right. I guess it's but it's not like you wouldn't say like oh traditional like old school. It's like more like the the modern comic book art, like kind of what we see, um, like akin to some more of Marvel stuff. I would yes. say that we yes. see. Um, but it's 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 really really well done quality and definitely like he is a versatile artist that could go like he, he could help tell or, or tell um quite a few different stories. Mm -hmm. uh, but would love to see him do more stuff with The Witcher. So um, quality ending there. You know, if you can get all the single issues, go for it. Otherwise, the, the trade will, I'm, sh I'm sure, will be out in a few months. Um, and then, Joe, you have – there was a first issue that came out from Dark Horse this week. I didn't look at who was writing it, and I should have. Shame on me. Um, but I was like, what is? what the hell is this book? Yeah, when I saw it in the download fall, I was like, oh, I got to I gotta read this. I didn't know who wrote it uh, at first, but I was like, I got to – just title alone, I got to read it. So it's called Hairball, Issue 1. Uh, written by Matt Kent with art by Tyler Jenkins. And so 
uh, I'm not familiar with Tyler Jenkins's art, but it's mm. got sort of a, a Lemire feel to it. Ah, and uh, the cover of it is great. It's sort of this just sort of light, you know, you know, lightish purplish sort of you know watercolor sort of cat on the cover and mm-hmm. i was like well at the very least i gotta i gotta read this for violet you know because <laughs> it's two of her favorite things and uh this is not a book i would recommend to any child <laughs> 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 so you know you know i've read i've read a whole bunch of you know matt kent's work and you know enjoyed an awful lot of it and this was no exception this was this was sort of a um, it had a creepy vibe to it and it's going down sort of a nice little horror path. Mm. Um, so quick synopsis, a young girl with a black cat begins to suspect the innocent beast is behind all her troubles. Her parents fighting family plagues and innumerable supernatural horrors. As she tries her best to rid herself of this creature, she discovers that maybe the cat is not evil after all, and a greater terror may be behind those horrific events harming her life. Hmm. So for all of you who uh, think that cats are assholes, this book will feed into that. Because <laughs> there's some great, some great artwork, you know, panels, I should say, that just sort of imply that uh, the the cat in this book is is a real fucking dickhead. Um, but so you know, it really it sets things up really well. It's got some some nice sort of macabre uh, kind of moments to it, some spookiness to it. Um, you know, it isn't like wildly gory or, or anything horrific, but like it's it's going down that nice sort of horror storytelling path, and you've got this mm-hmm. creepy little girl. Uh, and her parents are, you know, so like just like the synopsis are, are always fighting. So I'm really intrigued, uh, you know, by where this book is going. And mm-hmm. it didn't like necessarily have that, oh, end of the issue. It, it dug its hooks into me, but it was very consistent throughout like, the intrigue factor from page one to the last page nice. uh, was very consistent. So huh. that that piqued my interest I like that. of like, OK, I, I think I'm going to like this. I want to see where it's going kind of thing. Yeah. When that happens, too, it's a good like, as much as it's not like the hooks getting into you. It's like, oh, shit, it's done. Like it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was ready for that shit. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that 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 is a a useful tool as well. But so dibs or no? Yeah, I'll take dibs. Okay, all right. Yeah, make sure you write it down. Don't forget. Um, I will. Let me. (laughs) Um. Oh, that just reminded me. I have to. uh, Spy superb. That just finished up. So I got to talk about that on the show asap. That might be the the next one I talk about if we don't do anything. we don't have anything in the hopper, you know, uh, outside of uh, our main line next week. But anyways, uh, let's see. IDW, we got My Little Pony, issue 11, Breath of Shadows, issue 3, which Doc is reading. Star Trek Deep Space 9, The Dog of War, issue 1 by Mike Chen and Angel Hernandez. Uh, I don't think it's the umpire, but maybe. If it I was, hope it's not because I don't want I don't want the book to suck. So. Yeah, you wouldn't you know the art won't be consistent there. He's not he's especially not good around the corners. Um, let's see. Uh, then we got uh, Vault, Joe. What what book? What is coming out from Vault this week? So this week we have uh, from Vault, friend of the show, uh, first uh, person to receive an honorary uh, TLDR jacket. with with a little chucky patch on it yeah Uh, but no we have um the nasty issue one 
uh, by John Lees with art by George uh, Cabadeus. And we had John on uh, a few weeks ago to talk about this book and, and all things Chucky and horror. Um, and I even think we talked a little uh, uh, Winnie the or, or Pooh, you know, <laughs> the, the horror movie. <laughs> yeah, like we did. Blood that Honey or whatever something. the fuck it was. But <laughs> that was something. That was an interesting experience. We talked about how much we love this book back then. And this is, I think he, John tweeted out the other day that the first printing is already sold out and it's going to second yes. print, which is absolutely amazing. Sold mm-hmm. out before it even hit the, um, uh, hit the shelves on new comic book day. So I'm really, really happy for John. Um, I, I think this book definitely is worth the hype. Uh, we both loved it. Um, so 18 year old Thumper Connell still has an imaginary friend, the masked killer from his favorite slasher film. Thumper is obsessed with horror and always has, uh, and always has been, uh, he fills his time with scary VHS rentals and hanging out with his fellow fans, the murder club. But everything changes when his local video shop acquires one of the notorious films known as Video Nasties. Films so scary that the target of British Moral Decency League's crusade to ban them and burn them. But it's only a movie, right? It's all just imaginary, isn't it? So this is a great premise. The art's fantastic. The storytelling's, you know, uh, fantastic. And and we talked about it too, like, with John, like, with his books, like, sink and hotel and the crimson cage and you know so like they you know those all seem to be a bit more on the horrific side and that's not uh, a knock on this book because he's trying to do something a little bit differently like he's Mm -hmm. still telling a good horror story here um but there is a little bit more um i want to say um the characters are a little bit more i think grounded Mm-hmm. You know, in this, and there's a little more levity mm-hmm. uh, to it, but I love the way this first issue ended, and it definitely does its job of like, boom, hooks, and let's go. Give me issue two now. Um, so I'm looking forward to, to to getting the next issue on this. Unfortunately, we'll have to wait another fucking month. But well, yeah. we have read the second issue already. It's the third. Oh issue Jesus! Already. Yes, the no. third issue. See, I told you, I'm I'm yes. all over the fucking place. I, I think the the difference with this ser- this um series versus Sorry, other John. ones too is uh more so the relatability is that yes we get with these characters yeah. more than anything else and um it's a, and like you said you, you mean you you did a great job you know covering it all the other thing i wanted to say though speaking of covering things there's quite a few covers for this first issue and as you mentioned joe it's already sold out um so just make sure that when you you know if you're looking to pick up the first issue of the nasty and it wasn't on your pull list first of all what are you doing second of all make sure you get to your lcs as soon as it opens because you're probably not going to be able. There's probably not going to be too many of these uh, available for everybody, and there are some really awesome covers here. Personally, I think the main one is the one that I want to get, and the Jason Sean Alexander one, which is the one that Joe tweeted out over on Instagram with our uh, solicit. And uh, I, you, know, but other than that, Joe, you 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 did a great job uh, talking about this series. It's um, I'm very excited for the third issue. We got to wait a, few, a little while for that, but uh, yeah, I'm sure it will be worth the wait on our end. Anyways, John, uh, if you're listening and want to send it, um, I'll take it. Yeah, you probably yeah, he'll, he'll he'll do it for you. I, if there's anybody that's going to do it for you, I think it will be John Lee's. Yeah. Um, just at the hope of giving you nightmares. Uh, I know there's one other book you want to talk about. Let me get into these other ones real quick before we do that. Ablaze, we got Traveling to Mars issue five. Aftershock, we got Samurai Doggy issue five, and then Comicsology, we got Barnstormers issue five, which is one of the Scott Tober series. Uh, one that one of the ones that Joe has dibs on. Then we look to Scout, and uh, we have Eternus issue four. 
Kitsune issue two, and there's a couple of first issues, one in particular that you wanted to uh, talk about. Yeah, I mean, we don't mention Scout on here a whole ton, mm -hmm. uh, but like they had like a ton of number ones coming out this week. But this one, uh, I'll read the other ones out real quick. So we have um, All the Devils Are Here, issue one, written by Jared uh, Lujan with art by Matt Harding. Mm -hmm. um, and we have The Shepherd, The Tether, issue one, written by Andrea Molinari with art by Roberto Molinari. Mm -hmm. I wonder if they're related to the golfer uh, twins, the Molinaris. Anywho. The book I wanted to mention real quick, uh, because this was I saw this, I go, oh, this this is fucking awesome. Code name Rick Flair, issue one, written by James Um Hike, uh the third, and Raphael uh Huck Hick Huck and no, Raphael. Oh fuck you, Nick. And <laughs> Raphael uh uh Lori uh Lori, I can't pronounce that. Uh, Omaha. Lori, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Omaha, Omaha. I'm trying to say this guy's fucking name right, Nicholas, and you're being a Raphael Lorero. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I'm glad you sounded like an idiot trying to pronounce it too. All right. Uh, I think I got it right. Yeah, Sorry, Raphael. Uh, yeah. We apologize. Our, our deepest apologies, really. I, I hate I really do hate butchering people's names. But code name Ric Flair, issue one. Uh, I saw this and I said, "Oh, I got, I, I got to fucking read that." And you want to talk about covers? There's some great covers here, uh, but the synopsis is is what what sold me, and uh, it goes a little a little something like this: The Nature Boy, Ric Flair, the Rolex wearing, diamond ring wearing, kiss stealing, wheeling dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, son of a gun who's regarded by his many to be the greatest professional wrestler of all time. Woo! Finally has his own comic book series. The brand new original comic details his factor fiction forays into international super spy in the 80s and 90s. The series purports that Flair, who did in fact travel around the world for wrestling matches, was also a secret agent for the U.S. government, using his persona as the ultimate wrestling heel as the perfect cover. Codename Ric Flair. Magic 8-Ball <laughs> flows one of Flair's missions into late 1980s. I mean, as a wrestling fan, mm. um, I, I am absolutely fucking in. I don't know how good this will be, uh, but if I'll tell you what, Nicholas, if Newbury Comics doesn't have this, I will be fucking buying the first issue on Comicsology because I have to see what this is all about. But like, nice. it just sounds too perfect. Like, oh my god, like that you say that, and I go, oh yeah, of course he's a fucking spy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it sounds like a. Uh fun idea and also speaking of these these first issues from scout this week i do try and check out some of their stuff when when first issues pop up but as you said we don't talk about them a ton on here all the devils are here does uh, sound interesting especially when you read the first sentence joe is an elderly dementia patient that becomes possessed by a powerful demon for multiple reasons that sounds very interesting to i me. mean some... the dementia patient is actually spot on considering my brain is fucking mush today it's like a little <laughs> eerie today particularly <laughs> but anyways uh let's get moving on the rest of this solicit as uh, we're 40 minutes in now uh week of the 12th start us All off right with marvel please okay so we have moon knight issue uh 22 we have x-men issue 21 we have the fantastic four issue six we have Miles Morales, Spider-Man, Issue 5, Carnage, Issue 12, Captain Marvel, Issue 48, Storm in the Brotherhood of Mutants, Issue 3, Star Wars Bounty Hunters, Issue 33, uh, Star Wars Dr. Aphra, Issue 30, Star Wars The High Republic, Issue 8, 
X-23 Deadly Regenesis Issue 2, Silver Surfer Ghostlight Issue 3, Predator Issue 2, uh, Bloodline Daughter of Blade Issue 3, and then we have a couple of trade paperbacks as well as several number ones coming out. So we have Ghost Rider uh, Volume 2 coming out in uh, uh, the week of uh, the 12th. Definitely pick that up along with the volume one. You're going to mm-hmm. fucking love it. Um, and then Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings, the trade paperback. This is the conclusion to uh, Gene Luang's run uh, with the character um, over at Marvel. Um, he's had three arcs. They've all been they've, they've all been excellent. Right. Mm-hmm. I, again, I'm not a huge Shang-Chi fan. I never read the comics before I decided to do it for the show before the movie came out. Mm-hmm. I've loved them. They just just. Again, we talk about this all the time. When a writer understands a character, it can really elevate um, everything you thought about that character. And and, and you, he turned out some really great books there. Not always easy to do with no. uh, with these legacy characters. One thing when it's your own, that's a totally right. Or or characters that people don't really know about. You got to you know or or care about. You have to find a way to make them interesting or to mm-hmm. make them. I mean, the movie definitely helped, but he he did a really good job uh, with that. Um, and then the number ones we have this week, we have Guardians of the Galaxy issue one written by Jackson Lansing and Colin Kelly with art by uh, Kev Walker. Uh, we have Captain America Cold War Alpha uh, part one, also written by Jackson Lansing and Colin Kelly and also uh, Tochi uh, Onabuchi with art by Carlos uh, Magno. Um, and this is a continuation of Captain America Sentinel of Liberty issue 11 and then will uh continue forward into captain america symbol of truth issue 12 so it sounds like this is sort of a one-off in between those two connecting those two series okay um and then this fucking title okay Mm -hmm. so we have star wars return of the jedi ewoks issue one written by Alyssa wong uh, with art by uh paulina uh gancho uh casper wingard one of my um, favorite um artists um and lee garbett my issue with this just fucking call it Ewoks. People <laughs> fucking know. You don't need to put Star Wars and Return of the Jedi. Just Ewoks issue one. People will fucking get it. Hmm. Right? I disagree on this one. No, I disagree with you on this one. What do you mean you fuck the fuck you? You do not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then lastly, we have Marvel Voices, uh, Spider-Verse issue one, various and various. This is a little anthology and you've got many writers many artists all who are very good in their own right i just didn't feel like fucking typing it out of course uh then we go to dc we got superman lost issue two coming out the week of the 12th danger street five lazarus planet revenge of the gods issue three which uh friend of the show chris shime has been enjoying lazarus planet uh, apparently so we may talk with him about that some point down the line batman incorporated issue seven wildcats issue six Batman, The Adventure Continues, Season 3, Issue 4. Multiversity Harley Screws Up, The DCU, Issue 2. Batman, Scooby-Doo Mysteries, Issue 7. And then a couple other trades. Superman, Son of Kal-El, Volume 1, which Joe talked about on the show a while back. Future State Gotham, Volume 3, out this week. And then we also got a first issue from the Sandman Universe, Nightmare Country, The Glass House, written by James Tinian IV, and uh, drawn by Lissandro Estherin. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's Tinian, not Tinian. Come on, son. Come on. Did I Come. say Tinian? Yes. Wow. I know. I We're trying to get him on the show, Nicholas. That's not going to help. Did I do that? Well, yeah, you, you did. You did. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Everyone gets one. Um, from Image. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was thinking of doing I was thinking of muting my mic and talking and having you go, what the fuck? I can still hear out of one ear just fine. Okay. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, from Image, the week of the 12th, we have Spawn, issue 340. Noctera, issue 13. Eight Billion Genies, issue 8. Have you read that at all? I think... Oh, yeah. Yes, I, yes, I have. I, I think this is the final issue. I'm pretty sure it's only eight issues. This has okay. been so good. I really enjoyed it. Billy. Did you call dibs on it? I can't remember. I haven't read it, but mm -hmm. okay, I thought yep, so. I did. Yep. Because uh, I was gonna so say, we had one speed. of us need. One of us has to read. I yes. don't fucking. I can't read, Nick. Come on. I, <laughs> uh, Radiant Black issue twenty three. Little Monsters issue twelve. Phantom Road issue two. Uh, Black Cloak issue four. The Ambassadors issue two. I did get my hands on the first issue of that. I haven't read it yet, but I'm I'm I very much uh, planning on doing so. Um, All against all issue five, uh, written by Alex Packadell, and again art by Casper Wingard. Again, Final issue of that. Yeah, we fucking love this series. Mm. Uh, the Last Barbarians issue three, Hexware issue five, Two Graves issue six, Monarch issue three, Stoneheart issue two. Packlish issue six, and then we have Vanish volume mm. one trade paperback. If you've been trade waiting this, I don't know why you would, mm. okay? But if you have, buy it, mm -hmm. grab it, read it, love it, snuggle it, do do whatever the you want to it, but make sure you at least read it. It's fantastic. Fifth issue came out last month. Sixth issue is also coming out this month. So go find a way to grab the, grab the fifth one. Get the trade and then get the six. You do. This is not a book like you want to trade with. No, no. This this is this is one you you fucking read. It, it's that good. Um, and then the number ones from Image uh, the week of the twelfth. We have the giant. Um, <laughs> I, I'm gonna pronounce this the way it, you know. I'm gonna phonetically uh, sound it out here. The giant cockju. Oh, that is how you say it. Yep. I heard yep, an interview okay. on it. Yep. Issue one, uh, written by Jerry Dugan, uh, art by Scott uh, Coblish. And then you want to talk it. You want to talk Tynan, baby. Dibs, dibs, dibby dib dibs. <laughs> World Tree, issue one. Uh, again, written by James Tynan with art by Fernando uh, Blanco. Uh, mm -hmm. In 1999, Gabrielle and his friends discovered that uh, the Undernet, a secret architecture uh, to the Internet. Uh, they charted their exploration on a message board called World Tree 33. Oh, no, World Tree. Sorry. Again, they're using numbers instead of letters there. It, 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 whatever called world tree then they lost control someone broke into world tree someone who welcomed the violent hold on the undernet had on them um at great personal cost gabrielle and the others thought they'd sealed the undernet away for good so um yeah i mean i'm in it's titan and it's image and it's number one so you, uh -huh. you can't go wrong there one of the things i loved about this though when i first saw uh, uh this hyped on twitter was it you know as with a lot of Tynan's books, you know, um, many, many different, you know, variant covers. One of them was um, a variant cover that looked like a nice house on the lake. So at hmm. first I go, oh, is this is this the follow up to that? And then, no, it's not. But it was there was some fucking awesome covers for this. So I can't nice. wait to read it. Nice. And just for uh, just so everybody knows, it's Gabriel, not Gabrielle. That's not. Yes. Yeah. OK. Yeah. Anyways, Gabriel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well. I'm having a day, Nicholas. Sometimes I, I feel bad. Like sometimes I, sometimes I usually don't want to give a shit to correct you because I don't fucking no, know. No, 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 because you know this is a fictitious I, character this time, right? I so I don't I just I'm slipping, man. 41. I'm slipping, you know. Okay, I, sure. I, I I I get a physical at the end of the month. Uh, oh. I'm sure I'll be put on all sorts of fucking memory meds. And oh, no. uh, I tell you, you know, we'll uh, the countdown begins. You know, we'll see, oh. we'll see if Doc makes it to 42. 
Oh, God. Yeah. No, you ain't going to make it through July. I can already tell you that. Um, from <laughs> Boom, we got Know Your Station issue five. We only find them when they're dead. Volume three, tra Trade Paperback, also comes out the week of the 12th. And then we do have a first issue from Boom coming out that week. The Seasons Have Teeth, issue one by Dan Waters and Sebastian Cabral. All right. And then uh, the week of the 12th from Dark Horse, we have the clear uh, issue two. Uh, so this is um, you know, three and four, right? Technically. Yeah, well, yeah, right. But right. that's, you know, Dark Horse. So originally came out on Comixology. This is uh, by Scott Snyder and uh, Francis uh, Manipal. Um, and but they when they they're now coming out on print. And so I think they did do two or three issues at a time. Right. Mm. So but the clear issue two in print from Dark Horse. Read it. You're going to love it. Um, Star Wars The High Republic Adventures Issue 4 uh, Masters of the Universe Masterverse Issue 3 uh, Assassin's Apprentice Issue 5 uh, Space Job Issue 3 I still have to go back and read the second issue This, this The first issue of this book was fucking wild <laughs> uh, White Savior Issue 4 uh, And then we have a couple of trade paperbacks uh, We have Breakout uh, The trade paperback for that uh, The Shock Shop uh, from Cullen Bunn mm -hmm. uh, will that be out fun. in trade paperback. That was excellent. Um, I, you know, pick that up. You'll definitely enjoy that. And then one that I don't know how we missed this, uh, Nicholas, uh, but uh, Elixir uh, written by Frank Barbary and uh, Ricky Mamone, who we had on the show. Um, uh, shit. It might even be like two years ago now so, um, with art by Victor uh, Santos. So, you know, how did we miss this? I do not know, uh, but I'm going to, I'm going to look for it. Uh, either you know uh, at Newberry Comics or Comicsology or possibly um, um, the library app there. Um, oh, uh, Hoopla! Hoopla! But I yeah. think this was probably uh, just straight to trade. It's probably just might have been. Yeah, it might have been. Yeah, because this, we would have we would have seen this, but uh, especially from Dark Horse on a previous solicit. But anyways, mm. and then the number one, uh, the Great British Bump Off. Number one, written by John Allison, uh, with art by Max Saren, and I got to tell you, I'm a, I'm a simp for all things the Great British, you know, Bake Off related. So, uh, I, I will definitely be be checking this out. Yeah, that does look, uh, that does look kind of funny. Um, let's see. Then we got this. Actually, there's a couple. See, you said it's a thin month, but for for number ones, but you got a few first issues that I think are awesome for you. And this one, from the, the 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 first half of the month, much stronger than the second mm -hmm. half. Well, from IDW, we got Star Trek issue six, Star Trek Defiant issue two, and then, Joe, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Usagi Ojimbo issue one from Stan Sakai. Yeah, so I remember I remember when I saw I saw this on Twitter and I and I think I messaged you and I said, but I thought I thought Usagi was going back to yep. Dark Horse, which it is um under the uh, the dogu imprint which is uh, stan sakai's um new 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 imprint uh, and then i realized oh but it's teenage mutant ninja turtles and idw has the rights to that property so that's you know that that's why we're seeing it in idw versus dark horse item i'd imagine mm. uh, but the teenage mutant ninja turtles pursue the evil cyborg genius dr Ware went through a time portal and emerged into feudal japan there, they encounter Yusaki Yojimbo 20 years into the samurai's future, but decades after the arrival of Dr. Ware, uh, Ware Wen, I should say, that's his name, uh, who has already carved himself into a, a fiefdom using mechanized clockwork samurai robots with the intention of conquering both the past and current timelines. So, 
Um, yeah, two things I love very much: TMNT and Usagi Ojimbo. So, uh, yeah, hundred percent in. That should be fun. You're just gonna have to let me know though if that's something you end up wanting dibs on, or if that's something like kind of like MMP or TMNT where we can both kind of just have fun as we go along. Which I would assume it's gonna be more of the latter, but we'll see. I'll take us through the rest of these, Joe, before we get to the third week of April. Red Zone issue two by friend of the show Cullen Bun and. Friend of the show, Mike Diodato, kind of. We haven't had him on the show yet, so it's weird saying that, but we've interacted with him quite a bit. Uh, we're going to have to change that at some point down the line. From Vault, we have Barbaric Hell to Pay, Issue 3. Really enjoy uh, all things Barbaric. We're getting spinoffs from it, so obviously a very successful series, successful budding universe. West of Sundown, Issue 10. Nightfall, Double Feature, Issue 3. And End After End, Issue 6. From Skybound, we have Dark Ride issue five and Chroma issue four. From Ablaze, we have Prometheus or is it Promethe? Promethe, that is, is correct. Yep. Okay, Promethe 1313, volume one um, in trade paperback form. Uh, and then from Dynamite 007 for King and Country issue one by Philip Kennedy Johnson and Giorgio Spalletta. From Comixology, you at Dudley Datsun in the Forever Machine issue five. That's one I have dibs on. I got to get my Okay. I was like, is that you or is that me? Because no, that was me. <laughs> and then Retroverse issue five, which is from Cullen as well, right? Correct. Yep. And then uh, from Mark Millar, we have Nemesis Reloaded issue one, which of course is Millar's own imprint, but it goes through Image. And then Aftershock, we have Maniac of New York, Don't Call It a Comeback issue two. Then, Joe, we move over to the week of the 19th in April. Uh, Start us off with Marvel, please. Okay, so uh, the week of the 19th, we have The Amazing Spider-Man, issue 24, X-Force 39, uh, She-Hulk, issue 12, Punisher, issue 11, uh, Nightcrawlers, issue 3, Star Wars, Yoda, issues. Just call it Yoda. They do that with all of them. Know Yoda. Uh, that, know. That, yeah, they do it with Darth Vader even, too. I'm like, really? Yeah. Kind of uh, <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Uh, Red Goblin issue three. Extreme X Men issue five. Hallows Eve issue two. New Mutants Lethal Legion two. Uh, Bishop War College issue three. Star Wars Santa Staros issue three. Hellcat issue two. Yeah, no, with Santa Staros, I don't even remember the mentions of the first two issues. Quite honestly, I was, I was a little thrown by that when I saw. I was like <laughs> when I wrote down issue three, I'm like. Where was issue one and two? I I, I, I remember I remember okay. you you rattling off issues one and two. All right, so just uh, yeah yeah yeah. You're the fucking uh, you know. Uh, I, yeah, whatever. You forgot your joke. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> wow, this is tough. It's a bad day. <laughs> Straight that reverse. Is that what's we're, going on? we're gonna we're gonna fucking we'll we'll edit it in post. Uh Hellcat issue two, uh the excellent issue two, Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur issue five, and then my geriatric ass will take us through the number ones, which there are a plenty from Marvel. They're making up for the first two weeks by throwing a fucking shit ton at us the week of the 19th. We have Avengers Assemble Omega issue one. I'm getting really tired of these omegas and alphas. And all that shit. Sounds like but, a true true beta to me. Yeah, please. <laughs> uh Avengers Assemble Omega issue one, written by uh Jason Aaron with art by um Javier Garon. Uh we have Warlock Rebirth Issue One, written by Ron Mars with art by Ron Lim. Uh we have Captain America Unforgiven Issue One, uh written by Tim Seeley with art by Sid Um Kachian. Uh this is one I'll definitely check it out. I'm mm. I'm all in on Tim Seeley right now. Uh, and then we have Captain uh, Rocket... America Vampire Hunter, by the way. Yeah, yeah. That's, right. That sounds pretty cool. 100%. In. Uh, and then we have Rocket Raccoon, uh, Marvel Tales Issue 1, written by Bill uh, Montlow with art by Mike Mignola. 
Yeah, this is a That's throwback. Big. Yeah, this, this yeah. is a throwback. This is, uh, I think this, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, this is from like the, like a like older issues and they're doing a few of these yeah they've been doing that a lot yeah yeah that's 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 awesome yeah i love i love mcnola um and then dc what do we got there nicholas uh nightwing 103 flash 797 batman superman world's finest i forgot to write down the issue number down but it's the next issue of that 13 or 14 yeah wonder woman 798 superman issue 3 catwoman 54 justice society of america issue 4 Batgirls 17, Deceased War of the Undead Gods issue 8, which is the final issue of that, of course, by Tom Taylor, and Black Adam issue 10. Then we got a couple of uh, first issues. One is written and drawn by Gustavo Duarte, DC Silent Tales. Um, this is a his style of was it, Gustavo brings his style of humor to the DC universe in six short stories featuring funny moments in your favorite superheroes' lives. Um, looks like Harley and Joker were on the cover. That's not necessarily one we are looking to read, but I am going to be checking out uh, Superman, the Man of sorry Superboy, the Man of Tomorrow, issue one, written by Kenny Porter and Janoy Lindsay. Uh, Connor Kent takes center stage after the events of dark crisis. Connor feels out of place with the rest of the hero community. He doesn't fit in with the rest of the Superman family and the rest of the world doesn't really need him with so many supers in Metropolis. He doesn't want to rely on Tim, Cassie and Bart. So Connor looks to the stars as a place he might be able to call his own and carve out his own path. I'm just interested in checking out other soup stuff right now um after reading supergirl woman of tomorrow because i obviously that was um i talked about that on the show a little while back and that was uh, really really well done and it's going to be important for dc going forward so now you know knowing that wondering who else we're going to see in the mix and i i do like connor kent's look in the comics too so um interested in checking that one out um but that's it from dc for the third week of april the week of the 19th why don't you take us to image Superman, it's so hot right now. Mm. Um, image we have Gunslinger Spawn issue 19, The Scorched issue 17, Rogue Sun issue 12. Yes, mm. uh, Time Before Time issue 22, No One issue 2. Dude, uh, have you find have you? I don't know if we talked about No One already, right? You did catch up on that. I, I have not, but I will. I oh, will. dude, I'm, if, I'm, I'm telling you right now, if you don't read the second issue by the, by the time, if you don't read the second issue that week, like for that show, I'm calling dibs on you. Calm your tits. I'll I'm warning to... you right now. I love, I am like obsessed with this. The podcast was awesome too. It was so cool. Absolutely loved it. Well, then take dibs to talk about it on the show for fuck's sake. Fuck you, dibs. There we go. All right. All right. Good. Yeah, wow. Save me some time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to wait a long ass time. It's 10 issue limited series. I'm waiting all the way till the end, everybody. Uh, then we have Ordinary Gods issue 11. Jokes on you! I'm going to forget this whole conversation. You are. <laughs> you honestly are. Yeah. That's. I, if there's ever a time where I'm not going to be annoyed that you forgot a whole conversation that we had, it'll be after this one. Uh, ordinary guys. <laughs> uh, the Magic Order Volume Four, um, The Forged uh, Issue Two, uh, Voyages Immortal Sergeant Issue Four, and then we have a couple of number ones. Nicholas, we have Doctor Atomic, The Pipe, and The Dope Book. Mm. issue one that sounds like maybe our tag team named the pipe and the dope uh <laughs> written and drawn by larry todd <laughs> i won't say who's the pipe and who's the dope but uh, you can figure it out <laughs> and then we have terror war number one written by salad and ahmad with art by dave acosta nicholas take it away 
Yeah, I am. I'm, I'm interested in this one. Um, looking at the synopsis of this, um, Eisner winning writer Saladin Ahmed, um, who done Miles Morales, and then uh, superstar horror artist Dave Acosta make their image debut with this sci-fi horror series about pe- about working people fighting mind-bending monsters. Blue City was the last livable place on Earth. Now it's crawling with terrors. Creatures that transform into their victims' worst fears. So we all know Joe's would be a Chucky doll or bunny mask. Um, humanity's last hope, Muhammad Cho and his overworked, underpaid crew of freelance terror fighters. We're not heroes. We're contractors. Is their slogan, it seems like. So I'm interested in checking this one out. Um, I don't know if I want to call dibs on it yet. It sound, sounds cool. Um, but we will uh, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Obviously, that's in the third week of the month. Uh, from Skybound, we have Summoner's War Awakening, issue one, written by Justin Jordan with art by Luca Claretti. Uh, then from Boom, Joe, we do have a first issue. Um, I'm curious if you were planning on calling dibs on this one. House of Slaughter, issue 14. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, issue 107. Harror, which is a book that I called dibs on in the first two issues have been f- oh, so fucking good. Um, Harror, issue 3. Uh, the Vampire Slayer issue 13 in the one boom issue one that we have out in the week of the 19th is The Expanse, The Dragon Tooth issue one by Andy Diggle and Rubine. Yeah, so this is based off the TV show, which I never watched. Ah, and, okay. and so, you know, Boom has actually done several Expanse books uh, over the years. So um, maybe one of these days I'll watch the show, and maybe, you know, you know, pick mm-hmm. up the books, but this is, this is the rare exception, right? Because this isn't like, this is based off of, sure. you know, uh, you know, a property that's already well known. So, right. um, yeah, probably not. Right. Totally makes sense. Why don't you take us through Dark Horse though? All right. So from Dark Horse, the week of the 19th, we have Order and Outrage issue two, Star Wars, the High Republic Adventures. You didn't number it. Um, uh, no. so that's on you. Oh, uh, actually, no, it's that's that's the name. Oh, God damn it. Oh, that, that, that's don't put that. the fucking dashes, you fucking dolt. I hate <laughs> that's on me. I'm so sorry. Yeah, you've complained about that before with the dashes. And that was a legit copy and paste job. So that's a comicsology is how they do it, but I, I will adjust moving forward. It's my fault. Strike that, reverse it. Star Wars, The High Republic Adventures, The Nameless Terror, issue two. Uh, and then Dark Horse has an issue one dropping this week. Um, all eight eyes issue one written by Steve Fox with art by, uh, Peter, uh, Kowalski, um, all eight eyes take readers back to the forgotten corners of post nine 11, New York city, where college dropout Vince Spencer floats through life in a drug and party fueled haze until one terrible night sweeps him into a drifter's reckless war against a giant eight legged horse stalking the city's most, uh, vulnerable residents. Um, so we've we've talked about this before. Dark Horse is is very sneakily moving up the list with uh, issue ones. Read them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, this definitely has piqued my interest, and I'm going to give it a look. Yeah, it does sound like a cool one. I think this is a good call on your part. From uh, IDW, we have Sonic the Hedgehog issue 59, TMNT, the Armageddon game, the Alliance issue six. My Little Pony, Pest of Twilight Sparkle, issue one. Are you shaking your head at how I wrote that, or are you shaking your head at the name? The fucking dashes. <laughs> fucking <laughs> I, Christ. I, I, I'm, I'm done with that. I'm done with it. I, I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about, and it's problematic when we get these long-ass titles, and you can't use a colon twice. So it, that's... You know, maybe make short titles? I don't know. It's a hot take, I know. Um, <laughs> uh, from AWA, probably the best AWA title that there's ever Fuck been. Fuck off. You know, you're, you're <laughs> 
the black tape issue three out the week of the 19th uh why don't you take us through the rest of the uh actually no i'll take us through because you got to lead us off with marvel I, I need you to catch your breath uh from valiant exo man of war unconquered issue two titan cayman rider zero one uh issue four moriarty clockwork empire issue three which joe is reading tremendous uh, a blaze. We have the mighty barbarians issue one, which is written by Michael Morisi, who uh, is doing barbaric for uh, for vault. So that's an interesting um, move on his part. And then uh, the artist on this series is Giuseppe Cafaro from Dynamite. We got Gargoyles issue five, Darkwing Duck issue four, Purgatory Must Die issue four, and then Deja Thoris issue two comicsology we have the book of evil issue three and canary issue six so those two are both coming to an end um and i've been enjoying both of those books so quite a few titles for me that are uh, are going to be wrapping up so i know we try and book as many fireside chats as we can but i am definitely going to be backloaded with uh stuff <laughs> to talk about for main lines um which usually is uh, well anyways uh source point press uh we have uh night walkers issue four which i believe that's a colin bunn series if i'm not mistaken i believe then, so uh, the Curse of Cleaver County, Issue 2. Zombicide, Day 1, Issue 4. Deep Dark, Issue 2. Ben Mortara in the Thieves of the Golden Table, Issue 2. And then Franklin and Ghost, Issue 1 by Garrett Gunn and Nick Torres. Not All Franklin right. and Bash? Uh, yeah. God, who was that? Was that Breckenmeyer and um, Zach Morris? Am I remembering that correctly? Zach Morris? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The bell? I think it's yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, that's, that's going to be our next podcast, me and Billy. You that's know. right. That's, that's that. I, dude, I watched a lot of TBS and obviously, you know, TNT, same family. USA. Right? Is it Franklin Bash USA? Oh, maybe it was. I can't remember what it no, was. No, I, I, oh, anyways, take us through Marvel for the week of the 26th. I'll, I'll figure out this Franklin Bash fiasco. Thank you. I appreciate that. Doing yeoman's work. All right. So, wrapping up the month of April. On the 26th from Marvel, we have Daredevil issue 10, Thor issue 33, uh, Hulk 14, Darth Vader issue 33, Deadpool issue 6, The Invincible Iron Man issue 5, Doctor Strange issue 2, Mary Jane and Black Cat issue 5, Doctor Afra issue 31, Strange Academy Finals issue 6, Wasp issue 4, Venom Lethal Protector issue 2, uh, Betsy Braddock, Captain Britain, Issue 3. Uh, Monica Rambeau, Issue 5. Avengers Beyond, Issue 2. Uh, Clobber in Time. Clobber in Time, uh, Issue 2. And then we have, again, a, a buttload lot. of Issue 1s. We have uh, Alien 1, uh, written by friend of the show, Declan Shalvey, with art by um, Andrea uh, Bucardo. Uh, we have Guardians of the Galaxy, Bane of um, Blastar. Issue one written by uh, Ralph Macchio. Macchio, we can buy a karate yes. kid. Yes. Uh, with art by uh, David Tinto. And then we have Miracle Man Marvel Tales issue one written by Mark Anglo with art by uh, Steve Dillon. Mm -hmm. And then we have um, Darth Vader Black, White, and Red issue one written uh, by various, uh, including Jason Aaron and Peach Momoko. Um, artists i'm assuming is also various this yes. is again another one of we talked about this earlier it's in a little anthology series this one involving darth vader and star wars so i'll definitely check this out these books typically aren't my cup of tea hmm. uh you know i i want to you know i want to grab something i want to read it and i want to move on to issue two and i want to have a nice hmm. singular story uh but you know there are good stories 
within these books. So I'll definitely check this one out. I like these quite a bit because like they are all singular stories and it's a, like a nice way to kind of get to know some new uh, creators in the course of it all too. Like you never know who's going to pop up in the mix, but I, I hear you like it's, these aren't necessarily for everybody, but for someone who's not read uh, Darth Vader comics, I, I'm very excited for uh, to check this out. And then we also got sins of sinister dominion issue one by Kieran Gillen and pace Medina. Uh, this is not a first issue. I believe this is the finale for this, for the uh, Mr. Sinister event, which has been awesome. Uh, Seven trillion deadly sins, a thousand years of hell and damnation comes to end uh, with the loudest scream in history. And for the truly guilty, there is no escape. Can the future change the present or will we just make all the same mistakes again? Either way, the present will have to live with the future's sins. I've been enjoying the Mr. Sinister series, so I'm very excited to uh, to check this one out and Karen's stuff, especially throughout the event. Um, then from DC, we got Detective Comics 1071, Action Comics 1054, Harley Quinn 29, The Riddler Year One Issue 4, which Joe has dibs on, Unstoppable Doom Patrol Issue 2, Lazarus Planet, Revenge of the Gods Issue 4, Blue Beetle graduation day issue six which i may try and see if i can uh, find a way to read some blue beetle before that um for that movie comes out which i believe is in august because that trailer did you check out the trailer for that i have not but it's promising what's, what's, the, what's the goddamn point it's not going to be part of the fucking universe going forward if it does well they'll find a way to fit them in yeah it's flat, it's flat uh, you know what I, I, you know what strike that reverse it i'm being a cranky old man mm. I should watch it and enjoy it for what it is. Just mm-hmm. a good movie. Mm-hmm. I love right? I, I love that. I agree. See, look, I, I I just grew on the show. That's as 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 a, as a human. I uh, just grew. I'm I'm so proud of you. Not just the, here's the thing. Don't forget it. Uh, Batman Audio Adventures issue six. DCRWBY issue. Three. It's really becoming a problem, Nicholas. <laughs> this is why I, I write everything down. Like my notes. Like if I don't have my notes thing on my phone, I'd be a mess. So I, I hear you on forgetting stuff. And then uh, the one first issue that's coming out from DC in the final week of the month is one I've been waiting for for a while. Green Arrow issue one written by Joshua Williamson with art by Sean Izaski. Uh, I don't think I said Sean's last name right. I apologize. The Emerald Archer is lost and it will take Oliver Queen's whole family to find him. But dangerous forces are determined to keep them apart at any cost. Spinning out of Dark Crisis of Infinite Earths, DC, uh, Green Arrow by DC architect Joshua Williamson and artist Sean Izaki is, again, saying that incorrectly, I apologize, is an action-packed adventure across the DCU that sets the stage for major stories in 2023. I will definitely make sure to read this before uh, that week's episode because I do want to um, give the people a, a good understanding of what to expect because like, I've been excited about it, you know, the cover and everything like that, and the art looks good, and Joshua Williamson – um, and I've been, you know, I like some more, uh, you know, Oliver Queen focused stuff. So anyways, uh, take us through image, please. All right. So we have from image saga issue 64 vanish issue six. What's the furthest place from here? Issue 12 image issue 12, <laughs> Philadelphia issue 30. Nicholas, this is, oh. this is, this is the book I am waiting for looking forward to the most this month. There's a mm. lot of good books we've talked about. This is the one. Uh, mm-hmm. that I, I can't wait to read. Uh, Love Sick issue seven, uh, The Ambassadors issue three, Local Man issue three, mm-hmm. Plush issue six, Kaya issue seven, Dead Romans issue two, Indigo Children issue two, Torrent mm-hmm. 
issue three. And then with the number one from Image this week is Deep Cuts, issue one, written by Kyle Higgins with art by Joe Clark. Uh, New Orleans, 1917, in the city's busting red light district. That's all I need. Um, mm-hmm. That should be all anyone needs. Uh, <laughs> do you want to read this book? But actually, Kyle Higgins should be, you know, the, the main reason why you picked this book up. But a young clarinet player lands a job with his hero, but he'll soon discover there's more to music business than playing the right notes. Uh, so, I, again, Higgins is writing it. Um, should be should be great. I'm looking forward to that. Um, nothing from Skybound uh, that week. And then from Boom, mm. I just uh, stole a little bit here from you, but that's okay. Uh, we have Grim issue 10. Behold, Behemoth, issue five, uh, Neighbors, issue two, and Dune has a Harkonnen, issue four. That's a that's a that's a great week from Boom right there. Yeah, it really is. And I, by the way, I picked up the first trade of of Grim. I don't yeah. know if that that'll be what I talk about next on uh, in our next um, trade in in 2026. Um, but uh, but I I definitely am I'm excited to check that one out. And also, just a real quick circle back on deep cuts too. I don't know if you said this. I don't think you did. Um, six. It looks like it's a six issue limited series, but it's they're double length issues as ah, well. Yes. So uh, you know, for anybody looking for like a concise story too, I know that sometimes is, is appealing. Um, we look over to Dark Horse. We got Blue Book issue three, of course, written by James Tynan. Uh, Star Wars: The High Republic Adventures issue five. Dragon Age: The Missing issue four. Have you? Check out any of the Dragon Age stuff yet? Because I know you were kind of. I did a while ago, but I haven't read a Dragon Age book in in some time, unfortunately. Okay, and then this one I'm a little interested in checking out, uh, just because of the artist on this Star Wars: The High Republic Adventures Quest of the Jedi issue one, written by Claudia Gray with art by Fico Osio, and Fico Osio does some really really cool shit. Um, this is uh, no he he was the artist on No One Left to Fight, which Aubrey Sidderson was the writer for, and I really enjoyed that series, and then. What was uh, and he did uh, some Miracle Man stuff for DC. I really like mm-hmm. his style, so I I think I'm going to give this one a look. Um, it looks like we're dealing with uh, you know it's High Republic, so it's uh, more uh, Jedi's that we're not necessarily familiar with. So we'll see how that looks. Um, do you want to take the the rest of the way and finish this off, Joe? Yeah, yeah. Why not? Not not a lot left here. Not a lot left here. I can't even mm, fucking. Sure I can't that? even talk. Yeah, mm. I don't know. I'm just gonna. <sighs> you can do it. Oh, I meant to, I meant to have a little glass of bourbon uh, for our, our 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 friend of the show, Adam Burt, my man, oh. got himself oh. a job, and uh, proud of him. He's like a nice. son. So, but I forgot the bourbon, so I can't even fucking remember to drink. Oh, uh, he's like right. one of, he's our number one fan on Twitch, isn't he? <laughs> Bert, Bert's a good dude. Bert's a good dude. We love Bert. Mm. Uh, from IDW, we have TMNT issue one thirty nine. Uh, we have TMNT, The Last Ronin, The Lost Years, Issue 3. Meh. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, Issue 60. TMNT, The Armageddon Game, Issue 7. Star Trek, Issue 7. Dungeons & Dragons, Saturday Morning Adventures. The Dead... No, no, no. Okay, you forgot to put the number here for sure. Because this is the second issue for that. Because we talked about this uh, yeah. last week in What's New. Come yep. on, you're killing me, Nicholas. Yep. Um, Dead Seas, Issue 5. From AWA. Before, before you go further, just sorry yeah. to cut you off. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. I didn't think of this till right now. Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, I, I mentioned this a while back. I think that I got some Sonic comics for my nephew, so he's like he's he's about to turn nine. Um, if you have a you know a, a young like relative or like a son daughter who liked the Sonic movies and wants more Sonic stuff, he crushed that stuff. So and I'm gonna I'm definitely gonna be purchasing him more. Um, 
you know, over time. So just something to keep in mind for anybody who's like, oh, what's a good book to to get, um, you know, my a younger reader into? Sonic the Hedgehog seems to be a, a good way to get that going. All right, sounds great. Uh, from AWA, we have hmm. Trojan issue four. I can't, I can't say enough awesome things about this series. Um, it seems to be a bit of a light month from AWA. Um, but between black tape and, and Trojan and uh, red zone, those are three absolute, well, two of which I could speak of are absolute <laughs> bangers. Um, and you and AWA like to remind me that I'm not reading black tape and just mm. how fucking awesome it is. But mm-hmm. uh, three great series going on from AWA right now uh, from vault. Uh, we have Door by Door, Night by Night, Issue 5, which I believe is the finale to that series, written by Colin Bunn. I've enjoyed oh. it very much. I think. I'm not sure. I could have just made that up. Mm. Um, but could be. Um, and then we have Money Shot Comes Again, Issue 1. Again, what? written. Yeah, Money, <laughs> Shot, Money Shot Comes Again. So, uh, written by Tim Seeley with art by uh, uh, Giselle Legay. So, I believe this is the third arc. Or the uh, third, you know, of, of this. So Money Shot came out a few years ago, again, written by Tim Seeley and originally by uh Sarah Beatty. And uh, I read the first few issues of this. And uh yeah, you want to talk about just like having a book that's perpetually in the gutter. That's that's this book, man. You know, okay. and uh and it's it's absolutely fucking wild um and overtly sexual. Um, if you couldn't tell from the title, so I would not have your nine-year-old nephew read this book. Okay, well, thank you. I really appreciate <laughs> yeah. that. No yeah. doubt, learn. <laughs> I want to screw that up. Woo. Yeah, yeah. But uh, so, if you if if you're a fan of the series, it continues on. If you hadn't read it, you 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 know, not offended by such things, then I would I would check it out for sure. And um, lastly, from Ablaze Comics, we have Lovecraft Unknown issue eight, and that Nicholas brings us to the end of April. Um, those are all the books that uh, you know are, are fit to read. There, there are there are a lot more, but we, we just you know you can't can't type them all, can't read them all. Um, but these are these are the books from the the studios that we know, love, and trust, and we hope you all check them out and enjoy them. Yep, and just to circle back on uh, what we mentioned earlier, it was I was correct. It is Mark Paul Gossler and Breck and Meyer who were. And let me guess, hold and it was uh, TNT. Yeah, TNT. Ah, yes. 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 See? It's all um, coming back. <laughs> that, that actually had four seasons to it. And I thought you guys were doing Rizzoli and Isles. I'm, I'm totally yeah. thrown by all this. Yeah, we're, we're you know, we, we keep going back and forth. You know, it's just going to be all USA shows. So Rizzoli and Isles, uh, you know, uh, Suits, Royal Pains. Too. Yeah, maybe it is. I don't – Nick, we've, we've, we've learned something today. <laughs> I <laughs> – I'm a mental patient today. <laughs> At least oh, my I, my my brain is Swiss cheese, and um, I don't even know where I am right now. <laughs> well, do me this favor. Until next week, stay sexy. Yeah, I'll probably forget to do that. You, know, <laughs> I don't know what the. Fuck I like Nick's. Just like I'm out. All right, we're yeah. done. <laughs>